Good morning, everybody, and welcome to My EdTech Life. I am your host, Fonz. You can go ahead and follow us on Twitter at My EdTech Life. And as usual, it is wonderful to be here with you all on a special Monday episode. That's right. It is Monday. I am off this week, and that is something that I am thankful for as an educator. I mean, this break is definitely something that was uh, I was very looking forward to. And Saturday, I had the pleasure of presenting with Filomena Pizzulli from Italia. So big shout out to Global GEG Italy. Thank you so much. But today we said, you know what? It We're going to break the rules. It's I'm off. You know, I, I love to stay busy, but I just definitely have a wonderful guest that I feel that many of you should know. And many of you may have a story that can be very relatable to what you're going to hear Chris share. And so today I have Chris Bradley here out of Tallahina, Oklahoma, who's joining us. He is a secondary science uh, teacher. He does chemistry, anatomy. He does biology. He's also the academic quiz coach. So he is a man of many hats. Not only that, but he's definitely going to share his story of being level one certified, Google level one, level two, and trainer, and how that has just definitely come together during this time of COVID. So Chris, thank you so much for joining us this morning. I know, you know, people are getting up, maybe having their coffee, getting that first bite of breakfast, but I appreciate you taking the time uh, being here. So tell us a little bit more about yourself, uh, Chris, before we kind of get <clears throat> anything you'd like to share. All right. Thank you. Thank you very much, Fonz. Uh, yeah, I'm a man of many hats, but absolutely no hair. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm a little envious there. Uh, uh, you know, back in the day, I had hair, but uh, I don't know. I was born bald. I guess I'll die that way. Anyway, uh, yeah, as uh, Fawn said, my name is Chris Bradley. Some of you may know me. Uh, I spent, you know, before I can talk about where I've been and where, where I am, I have to talk just a little bit about where I've been. So I'll set the stage for you. I spent 21 years in radio broadcasting, but I've wanted to be a teacher since I was seven years old. And it was a pronounced thing. I mean, a lot of kids want to be a soldier. They, which, which I, you know, tried my hand at that too. Uh, did that for a, a very short time. Um, in between being wanting to be a fireman and an astronaut, I told my mom I want to be a teacher. I was inspired by, a, by a very good educator at a very young age in the great state of Texas. Um, was, you know, I was there to the third grade, and my mom said, "Okay, well, you know, just." you know, keep your head, up, you know, just keep your grades up and, you know, keep your head focused on that. And, you know, just like, because, you know, the week before I wanted to be a fireman. So, you know, mom just kind of blew that kind of to the side. So let's fast forward. I get to college at Southeastern Oklahoma State University. Go savages. I was a savage before the storm. Um, but, well, they're the savage storm now. So, yeah. But um, let's fast forward. I'm working in radio there and the Twin Towers are attacked. And so I decide that, you know, graduation is just a couple of months away. I decide, Hey, you know, I, I, I've got to go. Um, I've got to go serve my country. 
And this is what I'm meant to do. I was wrong. Just totally, totally 40 years in the desert in the, in the Old Testament, 40 days of Lent kind of thing. You know, it's just, it took me a little while, but I'm still ahead of the people in the desert. I did 10 years, but anyway, um, so we fast forward. I'm in college. I, I go to the army. I come out of the army. I go back into radio. I fall back on it all along in the back of my head. I'm thinking, I still want to teach. I still want to teach. And everywhere I go to work, every radio station, when we get new disc jockeys or interns, who do they give, who do they give them, you know, who do they put on charge of training them? me? Who, who do they have them show their way, you know, show them how everything works. And, and as you probably know, Fawns, you know, technology and radio, you know, there's a lot to it. It's not just pressing a button and talking, you know, just, there's a lot to it. And, you know, there's soundboards, there's, there's, um, EQ, all of these things that you have to know. And so they put me in, in place of training these guys. And I'm standing at a state park in Oklahoma, oh, almost three years ago. Well, right at three years ago. And the technology is failing, terribly failing. We're, tra we're trying to do a live broadcast. I'm going to get to the education stuff, I promise. We're trying to do a live broadcast via cellular phone. Well, we're in an area where the cell phone coverage is less than spotty. You know, it's just, it's not, it's almost non-existent and it's a big function. So there are hundreds, if not thousands of people trying to connect to a couple of towers. And so you can imagine the load. And so the person who had, had taken me out there that worked for the station, one of the sales reps had, had got me to come out and do this live broadcast. I was a, a personality on the radio, you know, and I couldn't keep a connection and he's putting all this pressure on me. My wife's with me and it's just embarrassing because, you know, it, it's just, it's not working. So my wife hands me this note because I've just got this whooped pup, you know, beaten puppy look on my face, you know, and my wife hands me this note and I open it and it says, go for it. And that's all the note says is go for it. <laughs> and so after the whole day was over, we finally got a break. You know, I figured out something we connected using the Bluetooth and the wireless connection in my car to, to the radio station. You know, we used my 4G in my car, parked my car up on the top of a high heel and used it, you know, to connect. So we got it done. And so on the way home from this, this broadcast, I said, dear, what did that note mean? It says, go for it. it. Well, it said, go for it. Know that I love you and go for it. That's what it said. And it's in my wallet. I carry it to this day. And she said, I know that you're tired of this. This isn't what you want to do. You want to teach. You went to school to teach. You have a master's degree in education. You, you, you've got a master's degree in technology. Yeah, I have two of them. And, and, you, and all I've ever known of the eight years I've known you, or almost eight years I've known you, and five years, nearly five years of our marriage, all you've ever talked to me about is teach, 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 teach. One day, someday, down the road day, she says, go for it. And so from that point on, I said, okay, I'm going to go for it. So I went and dusted off. I needed one more test, one more requirement to get my certificate. I had one more thing to complete and, and fingerprints. So I, I took the money, went and did it. And then I just put my notice in and I said, okay, see ya. I, I'm done. I'm done being on the radio and I'm going to go teach. And uh, didn't get a job right away in the, in, the, in the teaching industry. So I fell back on my... IT experience for about nine months until school started back over. And this is the 2019, 2020 school year, you know, the one that got shut down in March. And um, 
I put in for, I don't know, 15 or 20 different jobs that were anywhere between 30 minutes and an hour and a half drive one way from me. You know, I was just really throwing out, throwing it on my spaghetti on every wall, trying to see what would stick, you know? <laughs> and um, finally I got an email from one of the schools and it, it was, it was already September by the way. So school had already started and the email basically said, you know, we had a teacher who we hired who quit and now we have a, a definite need. Would you like to come? So I quit my technology job like overnight because it was just to fill, to keep bills paid until I was in my teaching. My teaching was what I was going to do. And um, I said, yeah, yeah, I'll do it. Great. So right after Labor Day, I started out in the classroom, worked there. I was there a month and a half, two months. And I knew just in my heart of hearts that this is one of those moments where you took the square peg and you were just pushing as hard as you could, try to cram it through a round hole. But it just isn't going to fit, but you're making it fit. You're, you're twisting and torquing it, but yeah. it's just not a, mar a perfect marriage, you know. And so it wasn't the perfect opportunity for me. And then COVID hit. And so when COVID hit, you know, in March of this last year, and we got we went to fall break or excuse me, uh, spring break. We went to spring break and then we were notified second day of spring break thereabouts that we'd be out another couple of weeks. And then we were notified that we're just going to call it quits for the, for the year, just like everybody, you know, pretty much in the world, you know? And so that takes you to pretty close to today's day. And by this time, again, like I said, I was trying to press that, that square peg through a round hole. And this isn't a good fit for me. The district, you know, said, well, you know, you did a fine job, but we really were looking for someone different. You know, the problem at the time, and I don't want to get into the negatives, was at the time, I was very technology driven. I wanted to use Google Classroom. I wanted to use these things. By the way, I wasn't certified for it. Uh, I, I, I'm a big believer in don't use it unless you're certified and you know it left and right and back and forward. That's not saying you shouldn't, but this is how I am. I always want to be the best and have the certification for everything. If I'm going to use it, I want to know it. I don't want to read the owner's manual. I want to be the owner's manual kind of thing, you know? Oh, and nice. so, yeah, so um, there, you can use that. Yeah. And so, <laughs> and so um, I just decided I, I let the school district know, you know, no, no worries. I'm, you know, no hard feelings. I'm going to go find something different. And my passion is, is history, but I'm great at science too. So I'm going to go see what I can find. So I start throwing more spaghetti out there on the wall. And of course, everyone's shut down for COVID. And so normally that time of year is the perfect time to start looking for a job because, you know, people are letting districts know they're not coming back and things like that around spring break. But no one's in their office because everyone's shut down for COVID. And so here we go. You know, what do I do? Do I, you know, and I'm still getting paid. I finished my contract. So, you know, I'm paid until the end of August. So I'm okay. You know, do I just kick back and relax? Do I go find another job? Do I give up again? Do I ring the bell and turn in my helmet and say I'm done? No, I, I couldn't do that. I couldn't. I contemplated it, but I couldn't bring myself to that. And so then I found this wonderful group in June of 2000, uh, uh, 2020. Mm -hmm. I found this wonderful, wonderful group called Global GEG. I know you're familiar with them. You're a leader with them. And they were having it. And I found them by happenstance because I said, now, what do I need? You know, I kind of leaned back on my very short, my very short military career of, okay, what do I need to be prepared? What tools do I need to put in my tool belt? 
you know, I'm gonna be a Batman here for a minute. What do I need to put in my utility belt to get me through to the end of the level? You know, what do I need? And so I looked around, I thought, hey, Google for education is the biggest thing right now. And it's been a big thing for a long time. I was trying to use it before and I was messing it up. I didn't know what I was doing. Oh my gosh, I'm glad no one sees those things because <laughs> those documents were terrible. I was sharing stuff out and was forgetting to share, you know, and share with students and they, they couldn't get into it. They couldn't get into the classroom because the code wasn't working because they were trying to use their personal Gmail and I didn't even know enough to tell them they had to use their school email. By the way, the school didn't provide them an email, so we couldn't use classroom. So there were so many problems. Oh my gosh, it was so I was just what well, I'm just gonna give up. No. <laughs> so I, I found Global GEG and they were having uh, I actually went to them uh, to their website to email them to ask them, hey, are you having a boot camp? Where can I find resources on a boot camp? And just so happened that they were 10 minutes into level one boot camp. And I think you've got the link to that up there. They were actually 10 minutes into the first boot camp of day one. And that was on June the 12th. That date's important to you. Um, will be important to you. So here they are in the middle of it. So I just bust into the, uh, to the side chat there on uh, YouTube. Hey, my name is Chris Bradley. My Twitter handle is and I'm curious, when are you having a boot camp? And I started getting a lot of ha ha and, and laugh out loud because we are having a boot camp. Today's <laughs> the day, you know, it's, you're, you're, you're here, you have arrived. And so I broke out my notebooks started paying attention. And at this time, I knew that there was no job for me. Definitely. I had no definitive job lead at all on that day, June 12th. I had no definitive job lead for the next school year, the one we're in now. Um, but I knew that, that the good Lord would get me something if it was what he wanted me to do. And I knew. And so um, June 25th, I took the test and became level one certified after completing that, that boot camp from Global GEG on June 25th. Now, now hold on to your socks, Fonz, because level two, I was certified <laughs> July 26th. You can tell I used to be in entertainment, I guess. And then hold on to whatever else you got to hold on to because I was a trainer certified through Google four days after on the 30th day of July. <laughs> now, Chris, let me stop you there real quick. I mean, because this is something that is amazing. You know, up until now, like the, the way that you've described your story, and I know that there may be a lot of educators that are out there that maybe felt that similar pressure, maybe that similar situation, but they just happened to stumble on upon a group of um, like our friend Luis Pertus is right here. He's one of the global GEG founders. And like he's like, he likes to call it like-minded wackos. I mean, yep. people that yep. are out there that really want to share and that knowledge and to help people during this time, which uh, global GEG has done. And I've been fortunate enough to be part of global GEG since the founders started it. And it's just been a wonderful group where they've helped so many. And just to hear your story and, and the positive effect of, being able to stumble upon that group and they're going through the level one boot camp, and you just went to town taking down notes, certified by the 25th, level one, June 25th, July 26th, level two, July 30th trainer within that time. Just that, that I think is something that is amazing, especially during this time of COVID when you said that you, there was, there was that uncertainty. What am I going to do? You know, do I have a job after this? What's going to happen? 
but you equipped yourself. You mm -hmm. went out there and you said, okay, this is the direction that technology is heading. This is the direction that many school districts are headed. So let me, you know, strap on my boots and mm -hmm. let's go for it. Like your mm -hmm. wife said in that note, just go for it and yeah. look at where you're at now. And this is something that is uh, amazing, you know, testament to what you've done in such a short period of time from June 12th to July 30th, what you've accomplished there, Google level one, level two, and trainer. That is awesome, Chris. Well, I do want to step back. I had, I have been waving these pages. I've got some notes here. Um, uh, I'm huge on music. Just, and you would have to, I'd have to be after 21 years of broadcasting, but, um, and growing up, I didn't have a lot of kids, a lot of friends. I was bullied a lot. I mean, even in my senior year, I was bullied. I mean, terribly, I physically bullied. And so music was my out. Music was always my thing. And so when my wife gave me that note, um, I told her later, I went through my library of music and I found a song by the Randy Rogers Band. And it's, it's entitled, When the Circus Leaves Town. Well, there's a couple of lines in there. And one of the lines is, well, it's cold, dark, and empty in my back in my cage. And it's all wasted hours till I'm back on stage. And it's scary sometimes what I do to pass them away. And what I was talking, when I gave her this little quote, and when I give this quote to you and to our viewers today, this is how I felt when I was off air. As long as I had a microphone in front of me and I was doing my job, I was, I was happy. I was on stage. I was taking out the floor lights. I was entertaining. I was making everyone smile. But when that microphone switched off and that on-air light went from light to dark, I was lost. I had nothing. I had no purpose. And I knew deep down that wasn't my career. Now, let me tell you, even though I've only been in the classroom, this is my second year. Wow. My light never goes off. Ever. I'm always thinking and twisting and manipulating in my head. How am I going to better teach my kids? I sometimes record my lectures. I, I, I don't call them lectures, but I like to call them my, my, my fun time with the kids. But, you know, I, I sometimes record them just shooting myself, go back and play them back and, and improve on. And of course the kids are, you know, okay with that. And they like to watch them back. Um, I'm constantly on, I don't feel that way. And that's why when we were talking about titles, I told you, you know, jukebox hero, because I went from being a broadcaster who, was full of life. And man, if you were to listen to me on the FM, I, I did a morning show, classic rock, and then four hours. And then I was the tech guy and the news and weather guy for four hours. And then I was a, a modern country guy for another four hours, six days a week. So 12 hours a day, six days a week. And that was a light day. Uh, sometimes I worked 18 or 20. Sometimes I did sports. I did baseball uh, announcing, sometimes football, sometimes math, whatever they needed me to be. It was a small station. And I did just whatever was called upon. But when that light went off, when that microphone was dropped, if you will, that mic drop, I, I went from being, to, you know, just I was no more. But education, it's, it's such a, it's a shot of adrenaline that never runs out, ever. And, and I liken it to the words. If you ever sit back and listen to the words of Jukebox Hero, uh, it's kind of my theme song for education. I found that lone guitar in a secondhand store, you know, my second career. 
my what was supposed to be my first career. I found my purpose. And when that guitar is in my hands or this education is in my hands, you know, I'll make it light up. But my light never goes off. And that's the powerful thing. Now, at the end of June, uh, end of July, here I am already a Google trainer and still no job. And um, I've already turned in my notice to the other district. They've already hired somebody to replace me. You know, and I've got a wife, not trying to bring personal in, but my wife is needing a kidney. You know, she's she's sitting at home. And, you know, I've got to have medical benefits. I've got to have a job. I'm starting to stress. I'm starting to worry. And so here we are, probably the first week of, uh, uh, I'm going to look back at my notes here. Here we are, uh, mid-July, but just before the second boot camp. And I, I don't know for sure if I've got a job. July 30th, I got a job. I got trainer and a job. I literally, Fonz had my hands, my head in my hands, crying like a big baby, <laughs> weeping. I mean, tears coming down, crying. And I was on YouTube and I was going through music. Like I said, music has always been my thing. And I wasn't trying to get to a particular song. I was actually listening to some classic rock and then it transitioned. And then there was an ad and I clicked on something and I was trying to click out of it. And I had multiple, I have two screens and multiple tabs open. And um, long story short, I ended up on Lauren Daigle. And trusting you is one of her songs, and she was doing it um, live for uh, in like a pandemic phase, you know, through Zoom or whatever, mm -hmm. and posting it to Facebook. It was just her acapella. That's what I was looking for. And so I got to listen to it. And I'm like, yeah, that's pretty good music. And then I started listening to the words. And one of the phrases, one of the lines in the, and I'm going to butcher it because I don't have it in front of me written down. Maybe I do. Yeah, I do. So uh, when you don't part the waters, I wish I could walk through. I trust in you. And so my phone rings, and it's the VA reminding me that I need to come get some lab work done and wear a mask and all of this. I get to the VA. I'm, I'm getting a shot in the arm, and they're drawing blood, and my phone rings again, and it's my, it's my uh, now principal calling me to say, hey, you know, we – we, we lost your application, but, uh, you know, we, we've had internet issues and finally back online. And now we want to call you. And, uh, are you still looking for a job? You know, we really interested in bringing you on and not just because you're a good teacher, but you know, cause you're a new teacher, that's kind of risky, but you're so technology laden and, and how's that Google thing going for you? And I said, well, it just so happens today I became a Google trainer. And he goes, well, let me tell you something else. Today you became a chemistry teacher as well because we're going to hire you. Oh, man, that is awesome. So, yeah. So that's how that went about. And um, so, you know, it's just one of those amazing stories uh, that I thought we needed to share. And, I, yeah. and I've gotten so excited. I think I skipped over a ton of stuff, but that's okay no. because, because we're doing what, you know, we're, we're, we're taking it the way it needs to be taken, kind of free yeah. flow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And and I think I can totally relate with you. I mean, just listening to you just reminds me of my story also, as well as getting into education. You know, I didn't I didn't go to school to as a matter of fact, when I was 18 and coming out of high school and going into college, I was like, I never ever want to be a teacher. I saw all my friends become teachers and I was like, how boring is that? And you know, then I went into marketing 
and business because I was like, yeah, I'm going to make the big bucks and so on. Finished with a you know, bachelor's in business, did marketing for a couple of years. And like you said, I felt the exact same way when when you just wake up and you just don't want to go to work or you just feel like, gosh, like this is such a drain and just going through the motions. I said, you know what, this, this isn't for me. And, you know, the, everything kind of worked out in a situation where I was able to just apply for a job at, at a high school and just with alternative certification, I had enough math background and got hired. And that day, from that day on, 15 years later, I have not looked back and there hasn't been a single day that I don't want to wake up to go to work because it excites me. I, I have a passion for what I do. And that's why I can relate to you. I, I When I hear your story, it just reminds mm-hmm. me so much of the passion that I have for education and, and continually growing and continually learning and more than anything, serving others because that's what we do. And um, Chris, I know that now as a trainer and you've, you know, you've had doors open up for you, not only in your district. And of course, thanks to the certifications and your talent and being able to pick up the technology so quick, you know, it's opened up those opportunities. Can you tell us a little bit more as far as how you've been able to apply your certifications and, you know, your trainer, uh, your Google trainer um, certification as well? Well, sure. Now, that's an amazing story in and of itself, kind of a sidebar. We were talking about uh, before we came on, I almost said off air, but uh, it's still trade heaven, I guess. But, you know, I got to Talhina and, you know, I actually live in Krebs, Oklahoma, which is known as Little Italy. It's about an hour, just under an hour away from Talhina. So I drive an hour each way, uh, commute through the mountains. <laughs> it's kind of arduous at times. But, um, you know, I got there and Instantly, you know, even at in-service, I had teachers coming up to me, introducing themselves to me, and then pulling me aside quietly. You know, these are older teachers, younger teachers, just a range. And, hey, you know, I heard you're pretty good with technology. I heard you're pretty good at Google. Uh, on the DL, could you help me? Sure. You know, and so I, I start to help them. And so I get a little one-on-one here, a little one-on-one there. Well, I go to my Facebook and again, it's it, you know, I was never in the airborne, but it's like that that jump master putting his his boot in your rear end and saying, "Get off my plane." I just had to put myself out there. I had this this force pushing me out the door, you know, in a good way. And so I said, "Okay, I'm going to put this on my personal Facebook." And so I posted it, and then that I was a Google trainer and certified, made a big thing out of it. My of course close friends and family are you know, that's exciting. What is that? And so I started to explain it. Well, I posted a thing into a special ed group for Oklahoma saying, you know, if anyone needs help, I'm not trying to sell anything. There's no money. You don't have to pay anything. You know, I'll be here virtually, whatever you need. Well, instantly, not instantly, but within a day or two, I had three, four people hit me up. So I do a few little online sessions, 30 minutes here, an hour there, totally free to charge anyone. Well, then I get this random email from a district and they said, hey, you know, we looked at your calendar Okay, this is how serious they got. They looked at my district calendar online. They looked at their district calendar. They found two days that I wasn't working and said, so you have no excuse not to help us. We want to give you $125 an hour. Come help us. And I said, now you realize I just got this. I'm not really that good at it. (laughs) Doesn't matter. We've heard good things about you. And so they hired me. I went and did that. That parlayed into a 24-hour, three, eight-hour day gig that 
will pay over a thousand dollars. Now it's not about the money, but it's just amazing how one thing, how it starts as a pebble and it roll or a snowball, you know, how a little ball, a little pebble of snow, a little, and it rolls down the hill. And, and before you know it, you've got the trunk of a snowman, mm-hmm. you know, at, at the bottom, it's just snowballing. And so it's just a, been an amazing whirlwind that I've been living in and, and on. And now when I go to school, um, my kids will, you know, just my kids, teachers around, they call me Mr. Google. You know, they call me Mr. <laughs> Mr. Google. But it doesn't stop with Google either. If you go look at my website under badges, I've got a page on my, on my Google sites called badges. You'll see that I've parlayed that into Microsoft. Uh, I've got the Microsoft Innovative Educator. I've got Microsoft, um, uh, excuse me, Edpuzzle, uh, Flipgrid. I'm a Wakelet ambassador, just like yourself. I mean, it, it has parlayed from one to another to another. Now, I have to give some props. Uh, you know, the good Lord above gave me the knowledge. But a lot of the exposure I got was from Global GEG. You know, they really helped me out. That parlayed into me taking over the Oklahoma GEG because back in September, when I started that first job, I needed help with Google. And the statewide GED here, GEG here had, it was going, but it wasn't going as strong as it could have been. And I had put a message in saying, hey, I need some help with Google Classroom and such. And it fell on deaf ears. I never heard anything back. And so once I became a trainer, once I got into Google uh, Global GEG, and they really wel- welcomed me in as a leader. And man, I owe them so much for the exposure and all the, you know, the, Hey, you know, late night on Twitter, private chat. Hey, how mm-hmm. does this look? You know, is this looking good? Even you, I'm like, hey, Fonz, how does this look? Hey, it looks all right. You know, hey, it looks better than it did yesterday. Oh you know, my gosh! And so, um, I just my strong suit now. What I'm really good on uh, Google training is sites and forms and integrating them and making classroom hubs. And so now, what I'm doing is going around to teachers and and different districts and even our district and other districts. I'm going around and, and through virtual and online, uh, online virtual and in person on site. And I'm showing them, okay, look, take Google sites, build you a simple template page, copy that template out for each period that you have, and then send your kids to that one page. Go to bit.ly dot, uh, dot or uh, L Y rather go to bit.ly and get yourself a short link Train those, yeah, there it is, and train those kids. Yeah, if you go down to badges, I've done all of this since June as well. That's everything that I I updated it this morning just before, <laughs> before, and I, I kind of feel uh, hammy even talking about it. But, no, but uh, you know what? Let me interject here a little bit because this is something because this is something that's great, you know, for any educator that is out there. It's pretty much your online curriculum, your you know, your CV per se. You know, you've yeah. got people that can look you up. And Chris, one thing that I love about your site right here is the coming soon. That means like you're holding yourself accountable that say, hey, you know what? Although I may not have that yet, oh, it's coming. And mm-hmm. that's what I love. And that's the passion that you share that I can really just feel that I think our audience is going to see, you know, number one, what a humble and amazing person you are, number one, and that, you know, number two, how you've been able to overcome adversity. And number three, how learner centered you are, like you, you're 
go out there and you go all out because I mean, look at everything like you said that you have done since July or June, I should say, and there's mm -hmm. still more coming. And now you've mm -hmm. been able, like you said, with through this, the opportunities that it has opened up for you. And like I said, one of the things that I want to hit on is because you, you've mentioned it several times is Global GEG. Now, I did put the link on there, guys. If you want to go visit uh, Global GEG uh, on their YouTube channel, where you've got a lot of great resources, but you can look them up online too. They've got a Google site where you can find amazing resources as well. But what I want to touch on uh, too on that is just the the network that you've mentioned. You know, you and I, I would have never met you if it wasn't through Global GEG. Yeah. I would have never had that relationship with you, get to know your story yeah. and wanting to share your story because man, there are so many people out there that are wanting to do this or have done this or, and here you are a living testament of what can be done by simply going for it. And I think what I'm hearing and, and just staying here and listening and just listening to you speak is just guys go for it. Don't, don't sell yourself short educators out there or in any profession. <laughs> yeah. In any profession that you may be in where you're, you know, constantly thinking, is this it? Is this it? Or maybe there's something that you want to go out there and do just go for it. Like for myself, you know, uh, I think uh, I posted a something earlier last week with Al Thomas and Al Thomas, you know, quoted, and he said something, you know, you never know who's out there waiting for you to do that thing because that's going to motivate somebody else to go out there and do what they want, their passion, maybe follow their dreams. And, you know, like Chris Nessie always says too, like, I, I love Chris because, you know, when he first started with podcasting, it's just kind of like, hey, just click record. Like, that's it. Like, you, you just start. And so, yeah. you know, the overall theme here that I, I'm seeing is just go for it, get off my plane, go out there and seize those opportunities that you have because there's so many great things that can happen. So it's amazing. And uh, shout out to Gerardo, Gerardo Navarrete, who's visiting us here. And Gerardo, you're not late. You're on time, my friend. Don't worry. Thank you so much for joining Chris and I here listening to um, Chris's story. And uh, I'm sorry, I didn't want to interject, but I did share that link, guys, there in the chat. Check out Chris's site. And uh, Chris, I'm sorry, go ahead and continue how you're helping the teachers build these hubs now. Well, you can know. you actually go back to my site for a minute? Yes, of um, course. I, I saw a link there that I put on there today or a day or two back. Seawards is Classroom Hub since we'll just use this as a teachable moment, if that's okay. Yes, of um, course. Now, this is my live classroom hub. This is the one I built for my students, but there, okay. there, there's not going to be anything where you can click to get, you know, you can't click to get into anything that's going to violate FERPA or COPA or uh, COPA, anything like that. But if you click on that classroom hub page, that link, and get to that page, it'll take you to my external site. That's my actual classroom. Um, from the front looking back. And this is what I've built for my students. They can email me. Uh, their parents can come and request a parent-teacher conference, either in person or virtual. I got a little academic team shout out there too. And then I've broken down all my periods that I teach. My first period is my plan period. Um, I've broken it all down. And then I just tell my, my parents and my students, anyone that visits that site, who I am, what they can find out. And then if they click on those links, to the left, second period, the eighth period, what have you, it takes them to their individual class. Um, just any of them, it doesn't matter. 
Um, it takes them to their individual class where they have their class syllabus. Of course, you're not on my, uh, they can go visit our, our group on Flipgrid that I've put mm -hmm. together. They can go to my Wakelet biology collection. I even gave them a place where they can go because I give them a research paper every, every nine weeks. I give them a research project. And so, um, because they need to be scholarly, um, so they need they can go to Google Scholar and take a look. And of course, we're really big on Edmentum. I use it as a backup source. Um, so that's linked there for them too. So everything they need for my class is right there. And then they just go to the Talahina school website if they ever get lost to their parents. And they click on my profile uh, through the faculty. And of course, a lot of that stuff, like I said, is locked down. You can't get into it um, because I haven't shared it for you. But you get the gist of how yeah. the, these take about 10 minutes to build. You build one of them, and then you just make a duplicate subpage or a duplicate page. And here's the, the kicker. I've got a calendar there on each of the, each of the hours, each of the, the periods have a separate calendar for that classroom, for that, for, um, you see, I'm even logged, uh, logged out as being busy right now because we're on together. Uh, oh yeah, then, there you go. And then yeah, and then I've got the COVID stuff at the bottom, so they can get an idea, of the state reporting, to let them know where we're at. We're over in Lafleur County, way off to the far right, uh, far right of the screen. Uh, we're in Lafleur County there, and I live in Pittsburgh, and uh, we're in Lafleur. So um, anyway, I've got all of that information there for my students and their parents and other teachers. And so now I'm going around in my district. And helping other teachers build these, make these, create these, and customize them. I mean, I've had a couple of them say, hey, can you just share your template for me? They swap out the, the periods and the links and the, the pictures, and then they post it, and they're good. And I had a couple of them say, why is your calendar on my page? <laughs> so, well, <laughs> you forgot to swap out the calendars, you know. So, um, you know, but that's what I've been running around teaching students how to do. And then I've been spending a lot of time on my own uh, personal YouTube that's connected to my page. I've started a podcast, which sadly is, is um, in its infants, uh, infancy right now. But uh, for those podcasters out there, uh, thank you for going to that too, by the way, Fonz. For You're those welcome. podcasters out there, I will give you this bit of advice. He's absolutely correct. Just hit record. And that was the seminal moment for me in radio. Uh, you know, I went to college. I kind of touched on that at Southeastern and I studied broadcasting. I, I started out as a teacher, uh, as a as a history education major. And what happened with that, and I don't want to be negative, but what happened with that is I walked into my first history ed class and the teacher posed, a, the professor posed a question. And I, went, mm, um, I was formulating, my brain was working. I knew the answer. I was trying to put it together. And he handed me a drop ad slip and said, if your brain doesn't work fast enough, to answer my simple question, you don't have any business teaching kids. Move on. And so that was the first door slammed to my face. So I just went ahead and enrolled in a broadcasting class and fell in love with that, but kept this idea of, okay, everything I do, so everything I've done from that day when that door shut in my face, everything I've done, I've been able to, okay, if I'm going to do this, can I tie it back to teaching? Because someday, I'm going to grab a hold of that third rail and I'm going to get energized and I'm going to become an educator. And I've already, I, you don't become an educator. We're not, you know, you might go to college to be an educator. You're not formed 
you know, in a college, you're formed in here and you're born with it. Good educators are just born with it. And, and I know a lot of us that are that way. And you just have to get out of your own way. You have to step out of your way, get off the plane, just do it. Just just go with it. Go for it. Jump out there and, and grab a hold of, I'm making a subway reference now, just grab <laughs> a hold of that, that third rail, that middle rail, and just get energized and say, I'm doing it. I'm not going to do it. You know, a lot of people will sit back. Those Monday morning uh, quarterbacks, you know, they yeah. those armchair quarterbacks, you know, oh, I would have done this. Do it. Get out there and make something, you know, and make, you know, make a hole, you know, and get out there and make a purpose for yourself. And so with the good Lord's blessings and, uh, you know, I used to look at the situation with my first district as something really negative. Now I turned it into a positive. I just drained all the negative over into another bucket called positive and said, okay, learn from it. Because I did make a few first year mistakes. I certainly did. And I had terrible classroom management. You know, I, I was not trying to be their friend, but, you know, I would I'd write a detention slip for a student and be firm about it. And at the end, I'd call them up just before the bell or as the bell was ringing. And I'd say, OK, I'm going to give you one more opportunity. Just fly right. Rip it up, throw it in the trash. Well, the first time, maybe if they got that, that's one of those Saturday television, Saturday TV special made for TV special kind of moments where like, that's going to be a seminal moment for that student. That student is going to take that and going to change. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't happen that way, Mr. Bradley. And so those were little mistakes I made the first year. Now, this second year in my new school, uh, the kids are like, we can tell you're new. We can tell you're a brand new teacher because you've got rules and you stick to them and you're strict. And well, okay, I stick to the rules. But I also tell my kids too, you know, they, they complain because the door's locked and I stand at the door just like every good educator in between passing periods, you know, during the passing periods, I'm at the door. So there's no nonsense going on in the hall because I see it, but I'm also there and I greet them and I've got my mask on, you know, and I'm hello, Mr. Or this so-and-so. And, -so. and I, with them being in high school, I look at them as young adults because I usually have sophomore to seniors. I have a couple of freshmen and a handful of seniors, but mostly I have sophomores and juniors and so um, I look at them as adults and I even tell them, you know, trust is one of those things. I, I'm going to extend you a certain amount of trust because most of you are driving. And if, if the state can trust you with a ton of steel going my, 70 miles an hour, I'm going to trust you a little bit in the classroom. But much like your driver's license, your driving privileges, if you, uh, you know, mis mistake my trust or misuse my trust, I will revoke. Them. <laughs> so, you know, um, it. It's just been an amazing ride, but I, uh, I'm getting off off track. But I go back around to different districts now, to different teachers, you know, people that I've met in the past. Then they have teachers that they know that they're like, hey, this guy's fun. Uh, I call myself the camoed edu trainer. Um, that kind of bore again out of global GEG. I, I showed up for the first day because, you know, if you remember Fonz, they had all those challenges yeah. and badges. And so I was like, oh, I want badges. I want badges. So um, one of the challenges was, you know, show us your picture that you're ready for uh, level two training first day. So here I am in a boonie hat with full camouflage paint, uh, which is also the picture on my website. But um, so from that, when I became a trainer, uh, I talked to Miss Stephanie Howell and I said, you know, I should call myself the camo edge trainer. Make that my shtick. Make that my thing. And draw on my communication background 
my ability to work a crowd, my ability to light the room up and, and just use that. And then I found this phenomenal book too. And I'm sure you've already read it too. Uh, teach like a pirate. Oh yeah. <laughs> and, and he comes to class dressed as a pirate and he does this and that. And so, uh, I've applied that to my training. I've applied that to my education and teaching and my, and I applied that to my life too. You know, so, so even in, in modern times, I've came to class in a lab coat with like Einstein hair and goggly glasses. When we're getting ready to work on something that's going to be totally challenging to them, lots of math, and they're going to really hate working on it, balancing equations in chemistry for one. You know, they're going to really hate doing that. And they did. They hated it. But when I showed up dressed as Einstein, you know, with my eyes falling out, um, <laughs> it made it, a you know, a little easier. And then I eventually had to take glasses off because it was becoming more of a distraction. And then the hair came off because it was more of a distraction from what we were doing. Um, but we spent an extra day on it. And, you know, so I've applied that book. Now I've read so many of the others, you know, like the ditch the textbook and don't ditch the yeah. tech. Uh, in fact, I registered with that that conference as well. Yeah, but, Ditch uh, Summit. That's coming yeah, up too. So big summit, shout yeah. out to Matt Miller to make sure you sign up for Ditch Summit. Awesome um, PD. So yeah, awesome. So I, you know, I have just I never found myself doing this as a broadcaster. I hit <laughs> my plateau. I was like, I'm good at it. And the very first time I ever hit the air, and, and I knew I'd be good at it. Um, I had a, a radio partner. It was a lab. It was a class. We went on at 8 p.m. and he hit the microphone button, but didn't pot it up, you know, on the on the on mm -hmm. the board. He didn't give it any volume. He just turned it on and he just sat there and we had dead air. And so when it came from my time the next night, 8 p.m., I had the mic on and I faded it up, I took a breath, faded it up and just started talking. And from that point on, you know, and now I was digging my nails, my toes. Uh, every time I throw a pair of shoes away, Fonz, even to this day, there, you know, I've dug just about all the toe bed out of my shoes <laughs> because I have this nervous thing. Even right now, I'm digging, I'm curling my toes into my into my floor <laughs> right now, digging through the carpet. Um, it's just my thing. That's how I get through it until I get out the door. That's how I get myself out the door. You know, at, at the plane. Yeah. Once I'm already sailing, I can I can let that go. But that's how I get there. And and I just encourage other teachers. And like you said, it, say you're in another situation, say you're in sales and you went from being, you know, because I've worked sales. I, you know, I, I was a lady shoe salesman between the army and radio. I didn't have a job. So I sold lady shoes for Dillard's for three years and I was really terrible at it at first. And then I got really good at it. And I have to tell you, no matter what career you're in, just get out there. Just get out there and repeat, repeat, repeat. You know, I think it's Dale Carnegie in his book that talks about, you know, um, successful habits. They're formed after about 21 times of doing the same thing over and over and doing it successfully. And customer service, but back to Dale Carnegie, I, to show you I was in marketing once too. <laughs> but, you know, it, I think it was also Dale Carnegie's book on communication and technology talks about the fact that if you read a and not read. I'm sorry. My phone rang. I was silencing you there. If you have a bad customer service interaction with someone, they're going to go and tell 18 of their friends about it. If you have a good customer service interaction, they're going to go and tell 18 on average, 18 of their friends and family about it. 
I look at my students as, and anyone I train, as a customer service environment. And that's how that happened for me. I had a good, positive experience with one person. They went out and told others, word of mouth, word of mouth, word of mouth, word of mouth. And so now I've got students that, and, and trainers and training students too, you know, that they just, they keep telling me. And I've got kids that are telling me now that I look back in the records at Tallahena and they didn't like coming to school last year, even before those shut down, you know, they were, they were hitting this, but now I got students that come to school and they're like, what is he going to do today? And so that, you know, and I'm just Wednesday before we went to, uh, you know, Turkey day break on Thursday, I was out sick Thursday, but Wednesday, the last day I was there, I had a student come in and he said, you know, I had a doctor's appointment this morning. Please don't count me out. I said, I'm here. He said, I came back. Normally I would have went home. He said, but I wanted to see what you were going to do <laughs> because I come in crazy all the time. I, I came in one day and uh, told everyone to, you know, return. Uh, I'm standing at the door and there's, Hey, Mr. B, how are you? And I said, I'm good. Uh, when you get in, you know, buckle up and uh, return your seat right trays to the wrap right position and prepare to take off, you know? And so I came in holding a paper seatbelt and doing the uh, <laughs> exit things. And they're like, what's this? I said, because we're about to do some really hardcore science and you guys are going to want to run for the exits, but you're not going to. <laughs> and so I'm showing them where all the exits aren't, you know, I said, the only exits behind me, you know, you gotta, you gotta learn it to get to the exit. So anyway, man, it has been fun. I don't know. Are we on for an hour? Yeah, today? it's usually about this time, but you know, okay. I just wanted to, to just take some time to, uh, you know, just thank you for really just being open and honest about your story and how this can definitely be something that can affect others in a positive way because there's so many people right now uh, prior, you know, just starting from March, you know, going through adversities, going through uncertainties and really, you know, have a similar story. And here you are sharing, going through all these things and how just stumbling upon a group of like-minded wackos kind of changed uh, your career path. And now look at all the great things that you're doing as far as uh, applying that technology that you learned into your teaching for your students, for the people that you serve in your educator community, uh, for the communities, the other schools that you are also helping as well. And that's something that is just wonderful. And, uh, you know, I think that resonates with me because of the, just go for it attitude. You know, you don't mm -hmm. box, you're not boxing yourself in. You're not saying I can't, you're not suffering from imposter syndrome. You just say, you know what, I'm just going to go for it with the knowledge that you have. And what, what you have done is like you said, I, you prepare yourself well enough to where you're just not reading the owner's manual. You are the living owner's manual, the yeah. living version of that owner's manual. And I think right. that that's something that's very important too, as well to maximize the technology that you're using, not only in your classroom, but through the trainings that you're doing. And of course, we saw your lovely site that people can go to and visit, but love the way that you uh, put your accomplishments out there and the coming soon, holding yourself accountable, saying, hey, it, it's not there yet, uh -huh. yet, but it's going to be there. So Chris, thank you so much for sharing this powerful story. Uh, you know, it's been a pleasure. And uh, honestly, I don't know. I you being in broadcasting for such a long time and myself just barely being new at this, you know, since April, it's kind of like, I'm a little like, uh, but you know what? I just hit record 
and we just went for it and and well, we're doing this now so thank you so much don't, don't be intimidated uh, you can be intimidated by my uh, broadcasting i can be intimidated by your your hair <laughs> no. no but I, I left mine in a studio somewhere a long time ago i'm sure there you go no but thank you <laughs> listeners thank you so much for joining us here today on my edtech life i do want to uh, just uh share a little bit something with you please go visit our site if you have a chance Visit here. We got all our episodes. This episode will be uploaded shortly and we'll be there in about 30 minutes or so. But here you can find the rest of our episodes. You can learn a little bit more about us. We've got our blog post. We've got our store. So if you'd like to purchase some swag, you know, this is some of our new merch. We've got a purple hoodie here now. So just sharing with you what we've got. We've got all colors. If you want to support our show, go ahead and visit us and you can use Coupon code MyEdTech10, MyEdTech10 to get a 10% discount. We're running our uh, Black Friday sale as of last Friday. So we're going to go through that. So all the way through Cyber Monday. So if you'd like to support our show, you can go ahead and visit our site there. Also, you can go ahead and this is what I would love to share with you. You can go ahead and contact us via email if you're interested in ever being a guest on our show or you can leave us a voice message. That's right. Down here, you can give us a voice message, and we'd love to hear from you. We can play your voice message on our show next week. But go ahead and contact us, guys. We're always here to serve you. You are all part of our professional learning family. So thank you so much for being here. Chris, thank you again for just an amazing, powerful show, sharing your story. It's been great. So thank you so much. Chris, any final parting words? Hey, just keep doing what you do, and if I can help anybody, just visit me. The easy website to go to is bradleyoneducation.com. Bradleyoneducation.com. Perfect. Sounds good. So thank you so much, guys. Y'all take care and enjoy the rest of your eve, or actually the rest of your day, and have a wonderful week.